Hello and welcome back to Mindset Matters. My name is Victoria Williamson and today you're joining me in the car. I needed some change of scenery. Honestly, it looks like it's going to rain, but I think we're going to have time to record a podcast and safely get the equipment inside before that happens. So I'm just going to put the good vibes out into the universe already. So welcome back. Thank you for joining me in the car today. We're in the passenger seat. We got room over here. We got the back windows open a little bit. So I'm just setting the scene. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube, of course, you can actually see me. So hello. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe because then you get to see all my other videos and that would also really help me out. So yeah, let's get into today. I'm very excited. So I feel like it's been a long time since I've recorded, honestly. And I haven't been in the mood. The last few days, I keep having this on my calendar, on my schedule to do this video, record this podcast, and it just hasn't happened. So we made it happen. We just needed a little scene, a scene change, and now we're in the car. Okay, so today we're talking about boundaries. And I do have a little bit of notes that I took, but I kind of just want to go with the flow and speak from the heart. So we're going to talk about setting healthy boundaries, what boundaries are why you need boundaries in your life and the difference between different types of boundaries based on different types of relationships you might have in your life. So let's first talk about what boundaries are. Okay, so I mean, you can think of a boundary as a form of self-care and kind of like expectations or guidelines on how you want to be treated. And of course, we could think of a physical boundary such as like a fence or a wall okay we could think of psychological boundaries which can be a little bit harder to identify and be you know dependent on different situations so I was looking up some information about boundaries as I often do a little bit of research and I came across a website from Dr. Ramani which kind of categorized boundaries in three different categories so we've got physical boundaries which would be like how close to sit to net to sit next to a person um, or if you can hug a person okay so I think about boundaries I mean I'm not gonna hug a stranger randomly but I would hug my mom okay so that's like a physical boundary we have behavioral boundaries which could be type of language to use when to turn off your phone or appropriate topics to discuss. So behavioral boundaries really made me think of like a workplace setting versus hanging out with friends versus hanging out with your grandma versus your boyfriend, whatever. Based on where you are, you're going to behave a little bit differently. You might not use the same type of language. And then we have mental and emotional boundaries. And these are things like personally triggering topics, things like gaslighting and manipulation. So those are all from... Dr. Ramani's website. Now, I really think that setting boundaries is a skill to be learned. And I think it's something we learn through experience, through practice, through trial and error. You might think something is super important to you or a boundary you need in your life and that could change. Um, And the way your relationships evolve and change can also change the way you see different boundaries. So I think it's, again, it's a skill. It evolves much like a lot of things I talk about on Mindset Matters is like 
we're always evolving and changing and your expectations may change the way you view certain things may change so i think boundaries go along with that okay so let's think about why we should set boundaries first of all so i want to start by saying you're not a doormat okay people cannot just treat you however they want without certain consequences so i think by setting expectations And by setting boundaries, you're showing what you expect from others. You show how you want to be treated. And if they don't respect that, then I think it's okay to walk away from that person or that situation. So, I mean, setting boundaries, it's not always a clear-cut conversation, right? It's not always like you meet a new person. Hey, these are my boundaries. Like, No, I don't think that ever happens like that. But as you encounter different things, you know, you kind of realize that certain things might make you uncomfortable. You don't want certain things or you might feel an energy from people. If you do certain things and you might think, oh, am I crossing a boundary? So I think, again, you can have these expectations and I think it's important to define your boundaries with yourself first and think, okay, this is what I expect And if this isn't something that's being met by my partner or my friend or my family members, you know, then I either need to talk about it with them and make it clear to them, or I need to think about maybe removing myself from a certain situation. So let's think of a little bit of examples because I think, again, I just said, well, it's not a clear-cut conversation. You have these expectations, but like, what should they be? What's reasonable? What's not? How do I even come up with these boundaries? Okay, so I'm going to give a couple examples of things I see as boundaries. So one boundary uh, I have is with texting. So I actually recently put a boundary on texting. And I did this because I was noticing myself texting certain people too much. And I felt like I didn't like it. I felt like I was always texting and taking myself out of the present moment. And when you're constantly talking about things, I felt like it made certain situations more important in my life or would always be me like complaining about things. Like if something happened at work, I would just text my friend really quick and kind of like complain about it. So for me, I kind of set a boundary of like, I don't want to text all day. I like checking in with people here and there, but I do not want to be texting all the time. So I remember having a conversation with a friend about this to say, you know what, I feel like I'm just on my phone too much. Like if I don't respond right away, just know like there's a reason for it type of thing. A second example of a boundary that I think is important to set is like how often you see certain people. I think we all have different types of friends and sometimes friends are people you want to catch up with once in a while and not everyone has time to see every single one of their friends very often. So I think that isn't a good example of a boundary that you need to set. Um, I think if there's a friend who's kind of always asking you what you're up to and they're trying to make plans with you like multiple times a week or they're always calling you and texting you, I think that's a time to be like, okay, you know what? This is feeling like too much. I think I need to set a boundary here. And I think that's a good example because you might not always be on the same page with your friends. And I think it's normal for people to 
have this imbalance where you might see a friendship as more casual, but someone else might see that same friendship as a little bit deeper. So I think, again, having these open and honest conversations when you're noticing this imbalance or it's making you feel uncomfortable or you're feeling like, you know what, this person isn't realizing that I need these boundaries and just setting them. Like, you know what, I can't be available to call all the time or I can't be available to text you all day. Like, it's just not how that goes for me. And I hope you can understand that. And if they get mad at you, like, okay, well, then that's their problem. Like, it's not up to you to make someone feel okay about something when you're not on the same page. At that point, it's not your problem to deal with, in my opinion. Okay, a third example I want to get into is like your expectations from other people. So this, I think, is like how you expect to be treated. So we talked a little bit about mental or emotional boundaries and on the website from Dr. Imani, it said like, these are things like personally triggering topics, gaslighting, manipulation. So I would say a non-negotiable for me is like being able to have an adult conversation about things. So if in a friendship or a relationship, I feel like someone is super avoidant of tough conversations or they're passive aggressive about things, like that is something I don't really tolerate because I know we're all at different levels but I just I really appreciate let's flip it let's say what I like I appreciate when people are honest I appreciate when people are straightforward I appreciate when people are say are able to say hey this is kind of a tough conversation for me but I think we need to have it so for me I expect some level of like emotional intelligence and maturity in that in that way so if I feel like I'm always getting passive aggressive comments from a friend. Like that to me is like below my standard line of expectation. And that to me is a ch- is a reason for me to like not be as close with this person or maybe like decide to remove myself. I think it's important to have boundaries of like what are things you ex- what are qualities you want from people in your life and what are things that you're not going to tolerate. And I don't want to be like oh, someone makes one passive aggressive comment, I'm out. They're not my friend. Like, no, I don't mean it in like that kind of a way, but I just, I know I really appreciate honesty because I tend to be more upfront. And if I'm straightforward with you and then you feel uncomfortable or you can't take that I'm honest, like it's not going to work. I need someone who's on the same wavelength as, as me in that sense. Like I want you to be honest with me. If I did something to upset you, I want you to tell me. I don't want you to make passive aggressive comments or expect me to figure it out like just be honest and then we can talk about it so if I notice that that's not aligning usually that tends to be someone I don't necessarily keep in my life or I'm I'm not as close with them if that makes sense okay so those are some examples of boundaries um I want to share a quote that I saw this is from Aaron Doughty who is a youtuber He talks a lot about manifestation, mindset. Um, He's got some good meditations on YouTube. But in a short video, I saw him say, people who struggle with setting boundaries will feel guilty for how others feel. And he kind of goes on to say, like, it isn't your responsibility to please everyone. So I think this kind of goes back to something I said earlier about, you know, if you set a boundary and a person is either not willing to accept that boundary 
at that point, it's not for you. It's not up to you to make them feel better about it. If someone is upset because you set a boundary that is important to you, then, you know, okay, they'll get over it. But that's not your job. And it's not your job to please everyone. And it's not your job to think that you have to bend over backwards for everyone just because that's what they want. No, it's about you. You get to decide what's right for you and a boundary that's right for you. And I think everyone should be self-reflective, as I always say, and everyone should take the time to like think, okay, are my expectations maybe too much? Or am I asking a lot of people? Am I expecting too much? Am I crossing boundaries with other people? So I think it goes both ways. You have to be open to the idea that someone might set a boundary that you don't like, but you also have to accept it. Okay, there's another quote that I love, which essentially is allow or give yourself permission to be yourself and allow others to be different. That's from that book, Transurfing, that I always talk about. But it's very true. I think it's important to allow yourself to be who you are, be yourself, but you have to accept that people are different and that people might have different boundaries that you're not okay with. And that might mean you need to walk away from certain situations or people or things. Just like if someone's not willing to accept your boundary, well, then that's not your fault. Like that's not something that it's not up to you to determine how they feel. I think I'm rambling about this and saying the same thing. So let's, um, let's move forward. So here's a list of things that I no longer tolerate from people or things that if I'm noticing this is a pattern or things that are happening consistently, I remove myself. And I'm going to say like, I have no problem shortening my circle or shortening. No, my circle getting smaller. Shortening doesn't make sense. I have no problem reducing the circumference of my circle. So I feel like I only have a few good friends that I trust and love and will go to if I have a problem. And that's good with me. I have other groups of friends, people I catch up with here and there. I have some close friends that I talk to like twice a year and I love them. And I have some casual friends, some work friends. But I would say my number of close, trusted best friends has definitely gotten smaller over the years. And that's okay with me. Let's think about things I don't tolerate from people. Um, talking smack. Recently, I heard of a friend, a friend who was talking smack about me or made a really mean, rude comment about me. Really for no reason. To me, that's not my friend. Nope, that's not my friend. If you're going to talk smack about me, mm-mm. no, no thanks. All the best to you, but no thanks. <laughs> um, overly negative people. Okay, I'm talking like constant bad vibes, constant complaining. Again, I'm going to state there's a difference between complaining and venting. I will always be there for a friend if they need to vent. And again, I really appreciate the self-awareness. I have a couple friends who it's like, they'll be like, Vic, can I just vent for a sec? Or sorry, but I need to low down on you. And like, they know they're self-aware, but like, that's not the vibe all the time. They're not constantly complaining. They're not a drag to be around. It's just like, hey, can I vent for a sec? So I just want to state that difference because it's so important to be able to talk about things. And if you're struggling with something, you shouldn't always hold it in. But 
if you're constantly complaining, you're constantly negative, like I'm good at sensing people's energy or if you sense just like a jealousy kind of vibe, like I don't know, but it's just not for me. So those are things I don't tolerate. And for me, I would set a boundary of like removing myself from seeing those types of people. Um, okay, things I don't tolerate. Number three, arguments. Let's talk about arguments. We're people. People argue. People don't agree on things. If I'm arguing with someone and someone makes it an attack on me as a person versus the situation, I'm not a fan of that. Because that shows that you don't have like respect for me as a person and you're trying to belittle me and bring up things that are irrelevant. You know when you talk about something... I don't know if this has personally happened to me, but I always hear about like, you know, when you have the you argue about something and they always try to bring up like that one time you messed up and they're always trying to bring up like, oh, well, three years ago you did this. It's like, okay, and we've already talked about that. And I thought we moved forward. You can't keep bringing this up as a reason for you to win this new argument. Like that to me is not cool. So I don't want to tolerate that. I think that's like a low blow and I think it's just mean so I don't tolerate attacks on me as a person and if I'm arguing with someone or like again I also think arguing should be like a conversation rather than like yelling at each other okay another thing I don't tolerate is people who always cancel plans or never reach out to make plans Okay, I like that we're in the car. It's kind of fun, but I will say there's a lot of cars going by, which does make it noisy. So that's a note to self for the future. So people who always cancel plans or never reach out to make new plans. To me, that doesn't show that they actually are interested in being my friend, and that's okay. But for me, it's like I don't want to feel like I'm always the one making the plans I definitely have a few friends like this where it's like I know that I'll only see you if I reach out and it gets to the point where that just gets old like you don't want to be the one to reach out all the time and you shouldn't have to be unless you're okay with like connecting with someone once a year and you know that that's going to be you to make that plan okay if you're okay with that cool but I think it always hurts to feel like they never reach out or they never make plans with me I think that means that maybe they just don't want to be in my life. And that's okay. It can be hard to accept. But I think that's one of those situations of you have to know your worth and you have to have your expectations of, hey, you know, I don't like that this person never reaches out. It kind of makes me feel like not very good about myself. So I'm going to remove myself. And if they never reach out ever again, well, there you go. It shows that it wasn't that deep, sadly. But it's okay because there are people out there for you and there are people who do want to be in your life and who will show you that. So those are the people who deserve your energy in the first place. While setting boundaries and having standards are important, I think there's some things that you need to keep in mind. So if someone is not meeting your standards, your expectations, okay, I like to think of it as like a threshold and I heard this somewhere. I think it was a friend who told me about this, but pretend there's an imaginary line hold your hand out and say like this is your line of like your bare minimum of what you expect anything below that like anything down here is like I'm not even responding or giving any energy to this 
anything that meets the line or above is like, okay, this I can respond to, this deserves some of my energy, whatever. So I think while having this idea of standards and expectations, if someone is not meeting your standards, okay, someone's not giving you the energy you want, they're not really making time for you, they don't really seem to be that interested, whatever the case is, you need to keep in mind that it's not your job to make them or to convince them or to change them, okay? I've had friends stop showing up for me and just stop putting in effort. Clearly, they just didn't want to be in my life anymore. It is not my job to try to change your mind, and I will not try to change your mind. I think it's important to say, hey, you know, if you notice there's been a change in a friendship, I think it's important for you to reach out and try to see if there's something going on. Maybe you did something to hurt them that they didn't tell you about. Maybe they're just going through a rough time. Okay, so I think we need to be mindful that there could be different things going on. However, if you've tried, you feel like you've reached out, you feel like they are just not giving you the time of day or they're just not communicating or they don't seem to care it's not your job to try to make them be your friend or make them treat you better or convince them to do certain things that doesn't work okay it's only your job to say okay this isn't serving me so I have to give myself permission to be myself but allow others to be different and I can I have to let it go you have to allow people to be who they are And know that the people who are for you, the people who will, you know, want to be in your life, they will show up. So let's say that there's a friend or a partner that does something to hurt you. I think it's important to communicate how you feel. But if there's no willingness to either accept feedback or make an effort to change, then that's at the point when you're like, okay, it's not my job to change you. I can tell you what hurt me, but if that person doesn't step up and make the changes that are necessary... That's not your job. And that's not how it works. Like they have to want to. You can't force someone to want to do something. While you want to hold people to a certain standard, right? You have your line. You have your expectations. You need to let go of the need to receive these expectations from specific people. So what I mean by this is you need to release the attachment to certain people. I've had... Again, I'm going to go back to this losing friends example. There was a friend that I lost and I, it really hurt me. And it was really hard for me to let go that she wasn't meeting my expectations for a friend. She wasn't being a good friend. You know, I'm sure she has her reasons. I won't get into that. But she wasn't being a good friend to me anymore. And it really hurt because I so desperately wanted her to be my best friend. I wanted her to be the friend I needed. And I wanted it to come from her. That is a dangerous game because I'm putting the power into that person's hands. And if they don't show up for me, I'm going to be devastated about it. Versus going into it and saying, look, these are my expectations for a friendship. These are what I expect. This is what, you know, I want in a friendship. But I don't need it to come from a specific person. So if someone kind of starts to fall off or they're really busy right now, You know, you don't have expectations for that specific person, so it's okay. You allow for this kind of like ebb and flow of friendships and relationships, etc. So it's kind of like saying, 
you know, if there's a certain partner in your life or like a romantic connection, if they're not giving you what you feel you need, you're able to kind of say, okay, no problem. Like it will come from somewhere else and it will come from someone who wants to give that to me and that's okay. So I think just making this distinction and learning to release attachment. So I think all of this kind of relates to boundaries. Like for me, boundaries are kind of like expectations I have with people and it can be both things that you won't tolerate and things you expect. Um, and again, I would say like communication is super important. If someone's doing something to hurt you or that hurts you, like it might not be on purpose. They might not understand. They might not know. or So talk to them about it. It's always worth a conversation. And like worst case, they just don't get it or they're not willing to change or make an effort. Well, then that's when you remove yourself. But for me, like if I do something to hurt someone, for example, I would so want them to tell me or say, hey, Vic, you know, I feel like lately you've been texting me a lot and it's often kind of negative. Like I'm happy to help you, but I can't always be available to text. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like didn't realize, right? Because a lot of it's like self, a lot of people lack the self-awareness or sometimes we all in some degree lack self-awareness. So if I'm doing something to cross a boundary with someone, I would want them to communicate. And then I feel like it's my job to then say, okay, am I okay with this feedback of not texting this person too much? Or am I in a state where I really need a friend who I can text a lot? And if that's the case, then I need to find that from someone else, right? So I think being able to just be reflective of what are the things you want from people and what are the things you feel you can give to people And understand that there needs to be, you know, there's always give and take in relationships. And relationships also flow. Sometimes you might be going through a hard time and you might need a little more from someone than usual. And at times they might need more from you. So accepting that there's always this ebb and flow. But if you notice it's like constant, right? Or it's more than you can handle and it's crossing your boundaries of like, listen, like I want to be here for you, but I'm feeling overwhelmed, Like maybe you can also share this with someone else and we can check in, you know, once a week or whatever that looks like, right? I think that depends on the situation and it's important to you to think about that. So I hope that makes sense. I hope I wasn't too rambly as usual. So I'm going to leave it here. I hope you have a great day wherever you are. If you're on the tube, please like this video, especially if you made it to the end because you're a rock star and don't forget to subscribe and I will chat with you next time.